and we're back. So, we now find ourselves in uh, Tetha, I think is how that's pronounced, Tetha, um, which is a neighborhood in Fano. And after leaving behind the musty waterfront, the Lakeport docks open up to narrow avenues of wet cobble and white stone. Weather stained terrace windows have been boarded up, and strings of tattered pennants uh, stretch from loft to balcony. The sad echo of what was once once was resonance. The sad echo of what once was resonates amid the desolate shriek of steam hissing from stonework crevices and droplets of water plinking from the clogged gutters. The buildings grow taller and antiquated. The the facades of which hang in shadows and secrets. Uh, thoroughfares arch overhead with ivy and ferns draping down from their haunches. Without warning, a black horse swathed in crimson uh, and ruby tack creeps out of an alleyway entrance. On its back sits an old, frail lady. Scraggy arms point out from underneath a dark mantle, and her bony fingers tremble as they grip the reins. Her face, wrinkled and discolored, obscures her features but exposes a dead and vacant gaze. A flickering torch catches her eyes, revealing inky black orbs sunk deep in her decrepit face. Then the horse slowly steps backward and retreats into the darkened back street. Did anyone else see that? Ye yes? Am I losing my mind? That was That's... not normal. No, I don't think that that was natural. I mean, she maybe she maybe she lives here and is just uh a little under the weather. She looked um I think unwell would be an understatement. Unwell, more like undead. Yeah. Interesting. So, um, on that note, if anyone would like to, they can make a history or an investigation check. Veratlana would love to. I think Veratlana is actually the best person for this. Yeah, Ozark's not going to. Ozark thinks this is just a person who just lives here, and it's fine. <laughs> He's just so so, so kind and like just just like so. I'm sure she's just having a hard day. <laughs> I feel can multiple that. people make the check? I am actually the old lady. It's me. Um, <laughs> yes, multiple people can make the check. History or investigation. Both use Which intelligence. Are you doing? I'll do the other one. Uh, I think uh, Vara is making an investigation. Is that right? No, history. I did um, history. Yeah. So, oh, just um, surprisingly, neither of you really know what what was up with that woman. She seemed alive. Um, and you would ask around, but as you start walking through the uh, streets, you are approached by a trio of youngsters who have heard the exploits of your heroics as tracking down the thieves earlier in the day. Um, and will be following you, loudly asking questions and speaking of how heroic and brave you all seem as you walk through these streets. Um, Ozek is very enamored by this. 
uh and will offer to give children like use the arms as like uh hanging rides yeah uh and you know tell stories of how the these giant cats attack the, like really embellish everything mm -hmm. but it's just like absolutely uh giving them a good time now Biff probably uses your arm for a ride too <laughs> oh 100 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what this means is that uh while you're in the neighborhood um you're gonna have disadvantage on perception checks uh while trying to look around because these kids are gonna be a big distraction uh though ozek is doing a great job of mitigating that um, there are a couple shops that you can visit. Um, you know that you are going to the Waterleaf Bookshop. Um, but as you're heading that way, uh, there is Vernie Misses Bow and Arrow, which is an archery shop, uh, Flip and Wiki's Beauty Parlor, and the Salty Rose Apothecary. So if those are of any interest to anyone do let me know i would be interested in the apothecary right. as would i but me three i think we should get rid of this book first i outside looking in you should do the apothecary first okay <laughs> <laughs> something there... tells me we should go there first since we're all so interested, there must be a reason. Um, more, more like the apothecary's on the way, and like you know, you have a couple blocks. It you can just step like you're Pop you weren't real quick. That's you all. weren't yeah, given a deadline. It didn't. It didn't feel. Yeah. It, it also Don't didn't. Fall for like, it. He has an NPC in there waiting to snatch the book again. So no. there's actually a guillotine <laughs> right at the door. And when yes. Absolutely, because I'm that mean. I mean, it was almost a TPK. It's not my fault. It's not my fault. <laughs> I will not take responsibility. Is it the, the dice? dice. Fault, right? uh -huh. The dice. It's Only the dice. Only artisan blames the tools. All right. <laughs> so a set of stairs leads below the street before opening into a spacious boutique shop housed in the bones of an old general store. Pink fluorescent lights illuminate shelves of ointments and herbs as the rest of the shop lies in darkness. The corridors in the back of the shop stock potions and balms and stretch farther than the eye can see. Um, so, uh, da -da -da -da. and there is an elven woman sitting at the counter. Um, Oh, welcome, dearies. Welcome to the Salty Rose. How may I be of assistance? Care to explain the name? Um, well, it's named after... Well, we're very close to the docks, and water is salty. Um, and I'm a fan of roses. You know, that, that all adds up. So all right. we are. Do you have any specials? Um, let's see. Let's see. Specials. Uh... You want to make a persuasion check? You see, you see that she does, but she doesn't know if she should tell you about it. Rude. Um. <laughs> so, uh, by the way, uh, 
she would have introduced herself. Her name is India, E-N-D-I-A, uh, India Smithness. And she says, well, uh, here's what I have in stock. I have uh, potions of healing, um, which seem to be useful for your type. And for you, dearie, I have a potion of greater healing. Uh, potions of healing are for the normal market price of 50 gold pieces. And the potion of greater healing is 250 gold pieces. Um, but it does come with a catch. Um, it's better if certain industries don't know that I am capable of such a craft as much as I love my alchemy work. So, uh, I would appreciate it if you did purchase this or not, um, that you don't reveal where you have seen this. The demand would be from folks that I don't feel like selling to. I don't think uh, any of us would want to jeopardize a business that only stands to benefit us. Is there any chance that you sell um, the ingredients to make these potions? Oh, well, yes. Um, are, oh, are you an alchemist yourself? I am. Yes, yes. Well, um... Most certainly, I could sell you, uh, ingredients. Um, how, how much are you looking to make? Uh, I'm assuming you're talking potions of healing, and... Yes, yes. I mean, how much I'm looking to make depends on the price. <laughs> um, so, um, so typically, potions are sold for twice their... Um, cost in cost in material and time so it would probably be for one potion you're looking at probably 15 gold just for the ingredients is anyone here rocking a lot of money uh Violet Lana still has 10 gold I have, I have ten. ten. Yeah, I, I have ten. Here. I'll just, like, literally just pull out all of my money and hand it to you. I don't need it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Vara and Lana will do the same. Looking at Bip, she's like, I don't want to repeat of earlier. Okay. <laughs> Alright. So, uh... I'll buy two, then. Alright. She... It's all of her money. She packages it up in this nice, um... Uh, I forget... The word is escaping me. Um, not mesh. It's like it's like a hemp, like a hemp style bag. Um, so like the little pouches for I have one for the Quiet Ear game. Um, whatever material that is, like rough cloth. Like a burlap. Burlap. Thank you. Uh, burlap bag, and hands it to you and says that would be good enough for uh, two potions with the right amount of time and skill, but you seem more than capable of that. Um, yes, uh, otherwise, I'm here if you have any other things that you need made or uh, sold to you. And I, yeah. One, wonders of ointments and other things, but if it's the magical variety, the potions of healing are my main craft. 
Do you have any wax that I could put on my shell? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, let's see. Uh, for Tortle, the best I would have. Uh, scented or unscented? Um, I mean, I guess it depends on the scent. But, uh, you know, I might have to come back. Um, I, I did just, uh, spend, uh, well, I, oh. I can certainly make a donation as well for some oh. nicely scented wax. But thank, thank you. Uh, but what, 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 what do you have? Uh, well, I have, um, I have specifically, I've been requested this before. Uh, you're not the first turtle to walk through here. Um, so I have a specialty wax that uh, can be applied and it just shines you up you know a moisturizer to an extent that an exterior like a shell could have um and i have a variety of scents usually basically anything that i could turn into a candle i also use in the wax so lavender oh. vanilla you know but um I had coffee, some uh, some other folk came in and bought all of that. Uh, I mean, if you got some floral scent. Absolutely. Um, and she, like, you can basically pick out what it is. She has any, any floral scent under the sun. I'm gonna go with lilacs. Lilacs? All right. Yeah. Um... That would be, uh, five silver. Uh, uh, Mordecai, uh, do, you do you have five silver that I can... Yes, sorry, of course. Power. And I'll pay for it. Alright. I, I appreciate Everyone it. Everyone just kind of, like, looks at, at Mordecai. Like, the one like, who offered to pay? Yeah. Uh, it's like when someone wants to take you to lunch, but then, like, the check comes and they just, like, kind of leave it there. Yeah. Um, I was looking at a bottle distractedly. Yes, very distractedly. All right. Uh, anything else for India? Um, you said that there's certain people that you don't wish to sell to. Is right. there anyone in particular that we should be looking out for? Have you or? have you met the um, the spear and guards? Um, mm. they are, uh, basically reserving anything more potent than your typical healing potion for themselves, and, uh, I, if I'm caught selling what stock I have, uh, they would not be very happy with me. Um, should I roll a history check to see if Veratlana knows who they are? Um, I know so, who they are, but I'm not sure that she does. Uh... So, given some of your backstory stuff we talked about, I think you would know. I okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't roll a check. Um, and you actually, as she's describing, um, as she is describing them, you feel like you've seen a couple of them while you were walking through the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it seemed to just. They seem to be almost ruffians in nature. They have the guard uniform and the guard attitude with it as well. 
Yeah. Big old bullies. Yep. Yeah, so upon hearing that, Varlana totally understands. She's picking up what she's putting down. Mm. And she's basically says, say less. Like, she's like, okay, like, Perfect. got it. You know, she and, and she says, you know, I understand your need for discretion. And, you know, we have no problem with that. Much appreciated. Uh, discretion is great in all business here in Fano, as I'm sure that those of you who don't will find out very soon. Well, if you ever have a need for a courier... I will keep you in mind, darling. Marilana kind of like gives it like a little... Oh, yeah. No, there's a there's a back and forth there. Um, and... <laughs> hmm. Uh, I was... I was going to say really quickly, actually describe, uh, India, um, has a very kind personality as you've seen already. Um, and, but does you see that hint as she's talking about some of these things, you can see that hint of like a discreetness kind of ease in, um, physically has very soft features and very sparkly eyes, um, and has a very gentle demeanor. Anyways, you were saying James. I want to ask her, do you uh, happen to offer powdered silver? Powdered silver, uh, depends on how much you need. Uh, a solid 25 GP worth. Well, that would cost you 25 GP. Right. Um, I do, I should have enough. If not, I can procure some by tomorrow. That would be. I will see if I can can make that work. Yes. I will. I'm waiting on my next shipment. I will go ahead and get that. And if you're back, you're back. If not, it's in stock. Oh, wonderful. All right. Well, uh, with that, uh, did y'all want to go to the archery shop or the beauty parlor? Or are I we? I mean, I'm I'm turning my pockets out. I got lint at this yeah. point. Yeah. Valid. I don't have much to offer unless they're willing to do something for Lona. Listen, I went I went into the shop because everybody else was going in here, and I didn't uh, want to be left alone with screaming that, children. So that's totally valid. The kids have left, by the way. Um, they were like, "Oh no, you're going down there. That's all. That's all poisons and things." Um, mainly because their parents don't want them going and taking a bunch of nice smelling stuff. Um, but. With that, uh, you can head to Fawn's Bookshop, the Waterleaf Bookshop. So, a wooden sign sways gently, hanging from two chains above a lighted... That should just be lit. Um, above a lit storefront, the image of an oak tree set within an inverted triangle marks the weathered placard, and the faded black leathering below reads Waterleaf. Through the soft glow of the shop windows, you see... The remains of a once thriving business. Cluttered rows of bookshelves line the shop, always appearing organized despite being buried in stacks of books. Fawn sits behind a desk constructed from roughly hewn wood and piles of paper surround her as she writes in a ledger. Um, is anybody's passive perception 13 or higher? Yes, I believe I'm sitting at 13, but let me double check that. Mine is at 15. Okay. Um,. I mentioned them. Ten. For, Fourteen for me. Okay. For those of you with thirteen or higher, you notice uh, a scuffle down the street. 
as a couple of, um, as you see a small, uh, cadre, thank you, brain, a small cadre of Spirian guards are arresting a trio of ruffians. It is not the same trio from earlier. Um, and, uh, the... The older woman that you saw on horseback appears and then disappears from view, heading back in the direction of Indos, which is another area of town. But, all that being said, you can enter the shop. And the storefront's old wooden door creaks open and a small bell attached to its frame gently chimes. The pungent and distinctive order... O order odor of mildew and musty paper permeates this humble establishment overflowing bookshelves create a refuge from the troubled world outside the cramped aisles afford just enough space for someone to walk through and book covers and books cover every spare inch lanterns hang from the vaulted rafters casting flickers of orange light throughout the shop wooden floorboards groan underfoot with every step taken Engravings of detailed runes and alien symbols decorate the walls and intricate ornamentation adorning all four corners imbues the shop with an air of ancient mystery. And Fawn greets you. Welcome back. Welcome back. I Well, welcome here for the first time, but welcome back to my company. Um, so I'm assuming it was a success? Yeah, yeah, we got your book. Um, there's this weird old lady who keeps showing up on a horse. Do you know anything about her? Yes, uh, I do. That's, um, <laughs> that is... Straight to the point. Uh, I am uncomfortable. <laughs> so that woman actually belongs to the Order of Indos, for which I am a part of, uh, and is one of the nine, one of the esoteric leaders of the Order of Indos. Um, they tend to want to observe the hustle and bustle in Fano, but I never really know what she's up to other than she likes to see what's going on. Don't pay her no mind. Oh, well, I guess it's good to know she's more friend than foe, at least. Um... And, uh, my book, I have, and she holds up a sack of what you hear is coins. Uh, Lana pulls the book out, um, from inside of her robes, where she had it kept safely, mm -hmm. and says, we went through quite the trouble to get oh, this I'm at sure. great physical and mental cost. And I hope that this payment is enough and hands over the sack and quickly looking in it is 50 gp um as the exchange is made and fawn is thanking you mayfire the elf that you met uh, at the very beginning comes in and starts thanking you profusely for your work um dealing with those petty criminals um and then uh there's a little bit of an exchange and Mayfire asks for a word with Fawn in private. So Fawn asks that you be patient. She does have something else, something else in the line of work that may be of interest. Um, and to just explore for
for a few moments while they talk. Um, sure. And um. so they head to the back. What were you saying, Vatlana? Um, I'm just gonna ask if um there's any books in particular that um I mean I'm sure that there are because it's a bookshop, but um if I would do like I don't know, maybe an insider investigation check or something to see if there's like a section that Varlana could find about stuff that interests her in like the mm -hmm. spell casting um section. Uh, sure, go ahead and make an investigation check. Okay. Um, so there is the books in the store itself, uh, and then, um, there of course was the ledger that Fawn was looking at, and a stack of newspapers sitting on a small stand near the counter. If that is of interest to anyone. Biff is probably going to look at the newspapers. Alright. Um, investigation. Um, so, for Veritlana, you spend your time looking through the books. You actually find a section on esoteric and arcane. Um, and start rolling through that. To be very honest, even for a warlock with no formal training, uh, this seems very basic. Like, how to draw a sigil. What are the disciplines of magic? Got it. Spellcasting 101. <laughs> um, and you don't find anything of great interest none of the books are particularly rare um okay. and no and most of it is uh you actually find a lot of biographies from wizards but they never actually talk about their magic um and seems to be uh biographies of people of wizards specifically who have died like hundreds of years ago so much before this um arcane uh industry that has evolved recently Fictional works of varying quality and uh, historical papers for the most part. Um, okay. Yeah, being... she just likes to read. So if there's yeah. anything that did pique her interest, she um, might, you, know, you do pick it up. You do find um, just so you can flip through it in the meantime. You do find a book about a. Um, it's actually a fiction piece, but it is a fairy tale of. Uh, a girl who goes into the woods and meets an archfey and what misadventures occur due to that interaction. Um, strange things start happening in her life and it is actually because she herself has become inherently magic. Um, now, okay. for, the for the newspapers, um, they're uh, all... So is it possible for me to do two things or just one? Um... Depends on what the second thing is. I want to see if there's books on the local flora and fauna. Um, so I can go ahead and tell you with Veritlana. Veritlana could very specifically tell you no. Okay. Like, not in any degree that would be useful. Okay. Um, now for the newspapers. Uh, the headline reads, uh, Merquois Scourge Draining Coffers. Uh, 
coffers and mines. While later pages have bits of local gossip uh, with coupons for local gambling halls over in the Indos district. So, looking through it, you can see that uh, the main story is about this um, coral slash fungus thing that's been growing, what made the cats grow bigger and more hostile, um, causing all sorts of issues. Uh, Ozek, Mordecai, anything you would like to do? I'm going to count out and divide the money. All right. So, uh, 50 gold, that's... Uh, twelve and a half. Twelve and a half. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's twelve and a half per person. You can go ahead and split it up. I'll say some of it was silver pieces, um, to make dividing easy. Um, how many silver and a gold is it? Fifty. Uh, no. Hundred. Uh, no. Uh, five. Five. Five silver and one gold. Uh. Or, sorry, it's 10, ten. It, sorry, it's values 10. So 10, so it will be 12 gold five and silver. then, and 5 silver. Okay, thank you. Um, because it's, yeah, it's rule of 10. So 10 silver and a gold, 10 gold and a platinum, um, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Ozek, what are you up to? Besides trying not to knock over everything in this bookshop. Yeah, that's very challenging to do. Uh, so, yeah, Ozik is being very conscious of, like, <laughs> the kind of spines on the shell, the giant axe, and also javelins and stuff that yep. he has kind of strapped to his person. Um, I think, honestly, like, he's going to take the time to, like, set his weapons near the door because they're okay. all very big. So his axe and his javelins, at the very least, are going to just be next to the door mm -hmm. so that he doesn't break anyone's things. Um, but he still has a mace on his side. Um, and uh, I think he's just kind of... He's not used to being in, like, sh shops, for one, but, like, the bookshops are not really very common where he's mm -hmm. been spending the majority of his life um so i think he's just like he's drawn to the biggest books and the ones that are like very striking mm -hmm. um but isn't really looking for anything in particular it's just kind of like ah oh, that looks it's literally judging a book by its cover okay in this instance <laughs> Yeah. I love him taking off his like gear and everything as like literally like a turtle in a tome shop, like a bull in a china <laughs> shop, but like he's he's trying. Yeah, yes. he's doing his best. He's trying. <laughs> um so Fawn returns after a few minutes and she begins her request. And uh as she does, three of those Spirian guards that you saw earlier bust into the bookshop basically just slam open the door and the main one says now miss lee we caught wind that you keep a certain book in your collection a particularly blasphemous pamphlet spreading lies about our beloved prince do you value your life less than some concocted fable you do realize if i find it here that's treason against the monarchy punishable by death. 
And I'll personally see to the job of running the king's blade across your throat right here at your bleeding desk. Uh, so... so <laughs> I was like, just kind of like peers out from behind one of the, the bookshelves and just like squints at these people. Yeah, they're coming they're very in loud. very aggressively and like, he's acting very posh for someone holding a blade towards Fawn, who... Fine had set the diary on the desk and instinctively moves in front of it. And the guard points at it and goes, that must be it then. Um, and so, the guards are going to move in to try and take the diary by force, thinking it is this book. Can I just, like, step to the side in front of the, the like, counter? Mm-hmm. <laughs> interpose with my sheer size yes and as you do the um the main one who um uh, who Veratlana would recognize as a Spirian Templar one of the higher ranking ones uh carrying this wicked looking shield and it specifically says wicked um, gnarly dude gnarly uh looks at you and goes Wait. You were the one talking to Fawn at the docks. Well, yeah. you're just as traitorous as she is then, and draws his sword. I would like to do something. Uh, you can certainly try, as I say, roll initiative. Yay! And, uh... Boo! <laughs> Getting everything added. Alright. Um, that is everybody except uh, Mayfire, who will join after this round. Um, because she is still in the back. Yeah, that's a bad, bad. Do the bottom. That's a bad time. That's a bad time. That is a bad time. So it's a Spirian Templar and two Spirian Inquisitors. And... Da -da 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 -da. So, these guys seem to be, well, they're already narcissistic, um, as you could tell by the fact that they're guards in a fantasy setting, um, and seem to also be brimming with hubris, thinking they are the better people here. So, the Inquisitor is going to look around and actually goes after uh, the specifically the weakest the weakest seeming foe which is perceived as the smallest one so bip <laughs> um so will swing his mace down at you 19 to hit for 7 damage ow <laughs> um on hand heck fiend and Mordecai, oh, did a lot of damage. Mordecai, you were up. Okay, so we had a rest in our downtime, so we have our spell slots back. Yes. Uh, I'm going to throw Sanctuary <clears throat> as a bonus action on Fawn. Okay. Um, and Guidance myself as an action. All right. Can I also attempt a persuasion this round, or is that too much? Uh, that is 
yeah, you got too much going on. You're casting okay. spells and all kinds of other things. Um, I'm going to try to interpose myself between Bip and her assailant as my movement. All right. Um, you are now engaged with the assailant. All right. The Templar uh, is not nearly as smart as his Inquisitor counterparts and will pick the strongest looking person, which is Ozek. Um, and will swing his short sword. Uh, so, good. Roll that. That is a 10, which will bounce off your shell. Let me just double check that he does not have multi-attack. I don't think he does. Um, would help if I had navigated the appendices of this book better. Um, I like appendices as a word. It, it is a good word. I'm glad that we only have one appendix. Yeah. Um, okay, yes. Only a single attack. So that will miss, and... Veratlana, you're up. So... Also, like, books are getting knocked over, shelves are being thrown aside. In that chaos... Um, I'm not sure if I need to roll for sleight of hand on this, but Veratlana would like to use her mage hand and try and sneak the book off of the counter and back into her robes. Um, Can I do that in this chaos without being noticed? Like, would I have to roll for that? or? Uh, go ahead and roll just to, like, give me an idea of how stealthy it is, but you can certainly do that. Okay. Um, Fawn definitely noticed. Which is fine. Uh, the, uh, I don't believe any of the guards have noticed because they are currently, well, one of them has and will be coming after you, and it's the one that's up next. Um, Great. <laughs> so, that was your action. Um, yep. So, moving on to him. hold my reaction? That's a good plan. You also don't have hold to hold it. it. It's just there. Yeah, because um, there's nothing there. He rolled a five, so you just, like... No duck out of the way as the mace comes down um, and slams into a bookshelf next to you. Uh, <laughs> so, yes, you can. It Reading through Zoom chat. Yes, you can, Mariah. It is your turn next. So, I will give you the chance to do that. Um, oh, like, right now it's my turn? Or? Yeah, right now it's your turn. For those who don't have access to Zoom chat, I am, uh, I did not change my spells after arrest, so I'm doing so. Um, I will say from now on, today was weird where we had a rest kind of in the middle of session, yeah. but would prefer if you did that when we took rest. Normally I do. I, I know. I know. All of this is getting cut out, so it's fine. <laughs> Druid problems. Yeah. Uh, my favorite was going to use a spell that wasn't prepared and being like, oh. Yep. I could do okay. something here. I want to I... do a uh, fog cloud. Ooh. Okay. You cast. So, you cast out fog cloud and the room is engulfed in fog. No one can see anything now. Cool. 
everyone rolls at everyone rolls at disadvantage now. I'm gonna try and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right, where are you trying to go? There's the storeroom behind in the back or out the front door. I'm probably gonna try and go out the storeroom, so I'm least likely to try and run into someone. <laughs> Or so I'm least likely to run into someone. Alright, you, uh, the, the Inquisitor is gonna try to take a swing at you at disadvantage. Missing. And you run into the storeroom, straight into, uh, Miss, oh, I went backwards on the initial order, because uh, what I meant to do was add Mayfire to the initiative. Uh, and it is actually her turn, because she rolled. Um, well, no, she shouldn't go yet. That's not right. And the initiative order is fucked. It's fine. Um, May Mayfire <laughs> is now distracted by you running into her and sees the fog and is like, I'm gonna stay out of that. <laughs> yeah. I recommend that. Um, so then it is Fawn's turn. Fawn is going to uh, swing at disadvantage at uh, the Templar that was trying to grab her originally. Manages to hit. And, Sanctuarians. Um, and deals one damage. Alright. Sanctuary ends. And Ozak, you're up. Okay. Um... So there is, there are three. There are three. Before, there, before fog happened. Yeah, there were three. There was one in front of you. Okay. Um, one on, uh, Veratlana and one on Bip. Uh, okay. The one in front of me, then I would, um love to um give a good old give a good old smack with my claws just like in the face region okay <laughs> go ahead and roll at disadvantage due to fog cloud uh 23 disadvantage <laughs> wow wow uh 18 and a 19 on that uh, and you're gonna yeah. deal, uh, five damage to that guy. Who is the, who's the, uh, Templar, the guy who came in yelling. Um, oh, good, 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 good. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. who I wanted to smack. Yeah. So, uh, big ol' smack. And that's it for you. We're back to the top of the initiative order. Um, and... I really wish I could move where folks are in the initiative, but that's fine. Um, Feature requests. Yeah, I know. I need. I have a whole list I need to actually go type out. Um, and uh, it's his turn. He was on... Now, this is the one that was on Bip. Uh, so he is going to hold... Hold his action. If someone tries to swing at him, he'll swing back. Um, and we will move to Mordecai. Um, 
going to cast Sanctuary on myself now. Okay. Uh, as a bonus action, as an action, I'm going to use my Domain of Peace. Um... Is Sanctuary a bonus action? Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, emboldening Bond. Uh, two willing creatures within 30 feet of each other. Uh, Do you have to be able to see them? No. <gasps> Conveniently, I had to double check that. Uh, you happen to have two friends in the area. Yeah. Uh, uh, Vara and Ozek, you guys, for the next 10 minutes, as long as you remain within 30 feet of each other. Which is uh, the size of the bookshop, so you're fine. <laughs> Add Hell a d4 yeah. to any attack roll ability check or saving throw once per round. A d4? Yep. So it is guidance is on this, everything. What is this called? Uh, emboldening bond. You're emboldened, my friend, and we are ready for Action, only. bonus action. I am going to... Uh, well, in The fog clouds just filling the entire store, right? Yep. Yep. Okay, great. I'm going to shout, I've got it. We'll meet up at the hideout later and run out, making sure to high five the bell on my way out the door. <laughs> can I- Roll, de roll deception. Yeah. I feel like there that should go. be advantage because no one can see. I still have a guidance uh, on me. Um, For a 14. Nope, I have two charisma, so 16. I was telling, I was telling Mariah this during the break. I, I can tell I write my adventures with people like you in mind. Because <laughs> um, then I, I because wow. I have to think of this on the fly. Uh, so, okay, so 14 on that deception check. We will 16. get 16. 16, excuse me. We will get to that in a moment on their turns. And um, just all my movement out the door. Down as many immediate corners as I can pick. All right. Huh. Okay. <laughs> um, the Templar yells as you're running out, one of you, after him! And is going to uh, take another swing at Ozek. Just missing terribly. <laughs> um... That so, tracks, though, because he's just like a, um, like a yeah. butthead. He's a he butthead. Is, he is a butthead. Uh, Barrett Lana, it's your turn. It, it gratefully is my turn. You love that for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so sticking, you know, I mean, I don't have to stick that close, right? You said the bookshop's 30 feet? Yeah. Cool. Basically, uh, no matter, as long as you're both inside, you will be within range. Cool. So we're gonna use a little blasty hand okay. on our on our dear friend. Okay. Um cool. That missed. Gonna, we're finger gunning. Yeah. And I have to add my one D4 to my attack roll. Oh well that actually might make a difference, so go ahead and add that. And uh nah, nah. That hits for nine damage. Nah, 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 nah. Nice. Um, it's just finger guns. All right, let me. Done. Okay. Um... Cool. Uh... I'm gonna use my movement. Yeah. To um, just back up 
um, towards the storeroom door a little bit. All right. Um, you, as you're backing up, you hear Mayfire asking what's going on because Biff ran in there. Um, this one, now that you have left, is going to be the one to run out the door. So, uh, in this case, Ozek, if you would like to, you can make a reaction to attack as this guy is running out. Yeah, yes, if I can. It will be at disadvantage still because of fog cloud, but. Cause yeah, nine that... is all I get this time. All right. Um. So he is now running after Mordecai. We'll pick that up when we pick that up. Before that, Ozik, if you want to. What? You can uh, before that. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's, That's right. right. I get a D4. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Ten. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, Bip. Okay. So the other the guys out the window or out the door now? And like one, one guy left, and yes, you heard the bell. Um, okay. So what Bip is then going to try and do is she's going to use minor illusion to make the bell go off again to where it sounds like someone else is left. Okay. I can make a sound with it. No, I know. I I know how minor illusion works. I'm now thinking <laughs> how these guys are going to react. I like you guys. You guys are smart. I'm definitely picking up James's energy from it. And I, can, <laughs> I can tell it's bothering Brandon. The chaotic energy Veratlana is it's, living for. I just... Bip just went... Um, with the minor illusion, we will get to how that affects things in a moment. Mayfire is not going to try to take a shot in the dark um, and is not going to try to rush in. Fawn is going to swing at disadvantage at the Templar, who Ozak is on, and miss. Ozak, it is your turn. Okay. Did the Templar that was next to me, though, did they run out? No, the Templar is the main dude. He has not left. They're in okay. a, an Inquisitor left. Oh, so the, okay, 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 okay. Cool, 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 cool. So there is still an Inquisitor where Bip was, and then the Templar on you. Okay. I want to... Grab this here Templar. Okay. And just like really just I, I wanna essentially grapple okay. and attempt to on later turns potentially restrain them. But I wanna just grab real real hard and not let go. Okay. <laughs> um so go ahead and make me an athletics check and he will contest it with his own athletics. <laughs> Gotta be a fourteen. You do not. Oh no! Wait, so, I get an, uh, I'd get a D four though. Oh, yep. Add the D four. Uh, 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 you just and you just bear hug. Yeah. Um, and he is grappled. My, my so like uh, uh, in my head, essentially what I do is because I hit once with my claws, I know roughly where the head is, so I go down and like scoop up under the arms and like lock behind the head. 
So like the arms are like out here. Yeah. I mean they can still hit, but like that's yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the flavor. Alright. Sounds good to me. Uh <laughs> and I'll just yell into the into the cloud. I got I got him! <laughs> Alright. Um in that case. That was your turn. We're now on to the other Inquisitor. I'm just gonna roll a D. Hold on. Um, the second Inquisitor runs out the door after the after who he presumes to be Barret Lana, who grabbed the book. Um, so now only all that's left is the Templar, who has been grappled. Um, so he runs out the door. Mordecai, you see behind you uh, one Inquisitor, and you hear a second one. Okay. So if you would, uh, if you are trying to hide, you can make a stealth check, or what? no, I want to lead them a, a ways first. Okay, so you uh, are just running, basically yeah, I'm just, just going to do a dash down the okay. street. Got it. Uh, the Templar is grappled. Actually. How far behind me are they? How much space? One is... Would third... they catch up to me in a single round? If they um, I guess... They no, they will They will stay the same distance behind you. As long so, as you... I'm going to use my tabaxi, double my movement for a yeah. round. Alright, so... And then you're going to dash on top of that? Yeah. So, okay. I want to lead them away before I disappear. Okay, so they are but, yeah they are losing sight of you, but they know what direction you're going. Perfect. That's what I want. Okay. Um, and they are now, I think, sixty feet behind you. They were thirty. Now they're sixty. Uh, one twenty if I dashed. Well, no, because uh, you would move one hundred and twenty. So there was a. Okay, hold on. Let me do the math. No, I see um, what you're saying. Uh, so there was a 30-foot difference, and then there was a 150 difference, and then they would run 60. So sorry, they're 90 feet behind you. One is 90 feet, one is 120 feet. Um, Alright, got it. Uh, The Templar's turn. The Templar is currently grappled. I will say for the purposes of this, and this also applies to Ozek, is now both of you, only on each other, can roll normally. Um, so... Muted, Maria. Yes, I was agreeing, because yes. we're touching. Thank yes. you. <laughs> yes. Uh, so he's going to swing normally with his short sword, and still miss, bouncing off your shell, because uh, he's trash, apparently. Well, he's trash in general, but then trash... I, but I also got a big shell, let's be yeah. real, all my special stuff is Big elsewhere. old shell. Um, all right. And basically just goes, unhand me. And Veritlana. No! <laughs> uh, Veritlana's just going to keep keep blowing off those finger guns. Like, she's, right. she's uh, not so, particularly inclined to... So remember to Sorry. roll at disadvantage because you cannot see your target. Cool. Yeah. That's yeah, it. Yeah, she's, she's fine with that. 15 to hit is just gonna barely hit the Templar. Oh, and you know what? I forgot to do my 1d4. 
Well, then that definitely hits, uh, and you deal four damage to the Templar. All right, that was Veratlana's turn. Um, chasing after... This one is chasing after Mordecai. Bill, you're in the storeroom with Mayfire. Okay, so there's only the one dude left, right? Yep. That's from what it sounds like. Yep. She's gonna drop. Fog. She's gonna drop fog cloud. Thank you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you end concentration on fog cloud. Uh, and she's gonna go. She's gonna try and charm him. Like cast charm person. Yeah. Okay. I. I was making sure I understood, because I was like, there's not, you're not persuading this guy. He's currently grappled by a turtle and wants to murder all of you. Uh, but you can certainly yeah. try to charm him. So, so, question on charm, like the mechanic, right? The charm oh, person, yes. the spell, is what we're talking about, to confirm. Yes, 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 yes. Because um, you just keep saying charm, and I'm like, is there something else I don't know about? Charm person. <laughs> so, like, they have the charmed effect. But, like, it also says that, like, they regard you as a friendly acquaintance, which means I'm guessing I can get information from them, too, afterwards, right? You, you potentially can, yes. I will okay, let you okay. know he makes the makes the saving throw he at advantage, advantage because yes, you've I been beating the shit out of him. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That. So, I'm just gonna... Working on it. Wisdom. Okay. He saves. He's not charmed. And that, is, okay. and that is your action. Alright. Uh, bonus shillelagh. <laughs> okay. Um, so, that was Bip's turn. Uh, Mayfire is going to cast Cure Wounds on Bip, healing 6 HP. Hey. Kind of her. Fawn is gonna st not stab this guy. Oh, Zach, it's your turn. My turn? Yep, your turn. Is this, now that Fog Cloud is gone, is this particular person who I'm holding, uh -huh. is he the other one in here? Yeah. Cool. Um, and the counter is right behind me, right? Well, it's fun and then the counter, but you could easily walk around. Yeah. Cool. I, what I want to do is essentially spin around, especially if I'm tall enough to do if i can do this okay and just like <laughs> pile drive them into the counter and hold them there okay so go ahead and uh go ahead and make me an attack roll i'm just gonna use the great axe attack because it's i think the same <laughs> well that's um, seven plus four ten uh, so you attempt to move him, and you move him to where he's facing the counter, but you, he won't budge. Uh, but, okay, that was Ozek. Uh, Inquisitor is chasing Mordecai. Mordecai, what are you doing? I'm just gonna keep running. Once I feel like I've 
You are at the point where you should make a stealth. You should make a stealth yeah. check. All right. You're you're past all of the shops that you visited earlier. Um. Uh, I'm not gonna guidance myself. I'd rather use the movement to dash if I need it. Hey, that's a. I'm sorry. That's disadvantage. So it is a three. Uh, with proficiency, a five. To hide. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. Um. So that was your action. Um. For now, the Templar, who is going to. Uh, Ozak, go ahead and make me a athletics check to maintain the grapple. I would love to. And you're probably going to keep it. Maintain that grapple, baby. Yep. How does a 23 and then also with 25? Yeah, 25. It's your turn. This pleases me greatly. We love a good grapple. Um, so yeah, she's she's no holds barred since we've gone full wrestling terms. She's gonna just keep finger gunning away. That's that's the play. Is this still disadvantaged? Are we still clouded? No, no, you can roll normally now. You're okay. good. Oh, and you know what else I'm gonna do? Add my one d four. You don't Yay, need to, but sure. It's a natural <laughs> twenty. Dear twenty six, you think I might miss? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, a 30. <laughs> 30 to hit. Mm. <laughs> okay. Um <clears throat> like I want I want these guys to give up, but it literally says they won't. So, um They are I'm not there, kid. <laughs> <laughs> um the first inquisitor is now 30 feet away from you having dashed and seen you. Um, mm. The second one is still, like, 120 feet back. Um, so, Bip, you're up. Okay, I am going to whack him with my shillelagh. Alright. Oh, okay, that's gonna do that. Um, so... I missed. You, you do miss. You almost hit Ozek. <laughs> Mayfire is going to. How hurt is this guy looking? I'd imagine they're yeah. all pretty rough at this point. No, uh, you say that most of them hadn't been hit because you got them out of the store. Um, mm. The main dude is the one who's been hurt the most. Uh, she's gonna walk up and just, just stab him. Stab. Bleh. All right. Um, got it. And that was Mayfire's turn. Fawn okay. is gonna do the same thing, except miss. Ozek. Uh, how does this guy look? Um. On a scale of perfectly healthy to basically dead. Um. I mean, I should have finger blasted him to like oh. almost hell at this point already. Uh, I would think. Okay, that I messed up him in the initial order. Don't worry about that. Uh, he is looking very rough, um, mm -hmm. below bloodied. 
The bloody okay. bloodied is half HP. Uh, we're right. past. We're well past that. Okay. Um. Okay, Wait. then I'm just. I'm. I don't want to like decapitate this fool. Uh, so I'm just gonna continue with uh some like. Uh. It is bludgeoning. So claw attacks. Uh, okay. With the intention of being non-lethal, if it matters. Okay. Um, is this person? You said this person was tech. They're not prone. I didn't get them down. On the no, you didn't get thing. them That's down. Right. Okay. So Excellent. normal. Great. No, no, nineteen. That hits. Uh, not unconscious. Is still not up. unconscious. Is still up. Ooh. Um. Uh. One tough boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He definitely seems on on the verge. All right. Um. Okay. For the purposes of this, we're just gonna come, Mordecai. We're gonna come back to you. You're you're out of combat. <laughs> we're gonna come back to this. Um. All right, Lana. What would you like to do? <laughs> I think you know the answer. Finger guns. <laughs> pa you. Pa you. Pew pew. Pew. All right. Where are you shooting him? She's going to shoot right in his gut as she looks in his eyes. All right. Um <laughs> uh, Ozak, you feel the body go limp. And... <laughs> and the shield drops off his arm. <laughs> um, not so wicked now, are you? Not, not so... Well, the shield's still wicked. He's not. <laughs> Uh, and with that, I'm gonna say we're out of combat. We're gonna resolve Mordecai real fast. So Mordecai, uh, you have one that is within 30 feet of you and one that is quickly catching up. Um, within 30? Uh, yeah, this, at this, because he was 90 away and then he caught up, he ran 60. So no, sorry, he'd be 60 away. So you have one at 60 away, one that's, um... Oh, okay, because hiding was instead of dashing. Yeah, hiding instead okay. of dashing. So you got one that's 60 away, one that's 90 away. Can I guidance myself and hide? Um, I'll allow it, but you can't move. Like, I last round, I accounted for you moving 30 feet to at least maintain some sort of distance. This would time. It also, alternatively, would it be possible just to run far enough and start circling to lose them without actually hiding um so it'd still kind of be a stealth check because it's can you evade them long enough for them to like get stuck looking for you somewhere okay. um so i'd say stealth and guidance okay well that's gonna go poorly it um... is <laughs> but this is what you wanted where was the mob earlier uh, way back at the docks, and that was also several hours ago. Okay, dang. Mm. Um, 
So if I guidance, it's instead of moving. The, and he will catch just, up to me. Just do... He won't be able I'm to sorry, do... I'm just trying to see if there's a way out of this where I'm not rolling at disadvantage. Um, oh, because you have armor. If, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm oh. terrible at stealth. That's um, why I'm, I'm trying not to. Okay, so... All right. Um, but if that's, if that's kind of the only way that I'm going to get out of this without... Well, uh, give me... Do this round. Do, All right. do disadvantage and then guidance. Um, okay, so... That's an uh, 11 plus 2, 13. Okay, so 13, okay. Um, that, so so guess what? Last time you just barely didn't make it. Uh, you So you successfully evaded the two cards. And uh, you, so what you do is you watch, it's one of those moments where you duck into an alley, they keep running, and you just go the other direction. And um, you look back to where... In the mean, that will take you some time. Yeah. Um. And so. Uh. For our party, Fawn looks at the wreckage of her shop, and begins to cry. Um. And Mayfire consoles her, and then. Once they have composed themselves, um, Fawn says it won't look good for there to be a body here. So, Ozek, if you don't... Is there any chance I could do a medicine check to stabilize him or say he's just gone, gone? It was with magic, so I'm going to say he's gone. Okay. Um, okay. It was magic and range, which is the, like, duo. Um... You are going to get some stuff off of him, but uh, Fawn's basically going to be like, okay, this needs to go away. Um, uh, you got you got a back door or uh, something? I have a... And basically says, follow me, and takes you to, a, <laughs> takes you to a downstairs area where you can... Get the, the body is disposed mm -hmm. of. We won't worry about where it goes. <laughs> you do loot beforehand. Um... And you will get an amount of gold. So while that's happening, um, Barrett Lana turns to them and says, I'm sorry about your shop if it's any consolation. And she pulls out from behind her the book. Um, the oh, thank you. Thank you, says, thank you, thank you. You might want to keep it somewhere safe. They Ab think I have it. Ab absolutely. Um, I, I know exactly where to put it. You find about... 20 gold on the guy and then also his shield's magic um, um so yeah ozak feeling wicked today um i just come back upstairs holding like probably because he had he also had like a sword right um yeah he had a short sword um cool i would have just grabbed the sword and the shield and like whatever like pouches were around his mm -hmm. belt and come up <laughs> and say what was that um so so actually there is a uh one other thing on him that might be of note a note of authorization to purchase and carry magic ammunition from spirian command so might want to write that down somewhere um, though I don't think any of you use ranged weapons, so... So... Fawn 
composes herself and brings you all uh, into the storeroom area in the back um, after getting rid of the Templar's body. Uh, sometime later, Mordecai rejoins, having lost the two Inquisitors that were chasing after him. Um, in the meantime, Fawn offers to identify the shield, if you would like. And it is the Aegis of the Watcher. It is an uncommon shield that requires attunement. And I'll send you this after. Um, while holding the shield, you are immune to the blindness and deafness conditions. And then on top of that, the shield has three charges. If you fail a wisdom perception check, you may instead choose to succeed on it instead by expending one charge. The shield regains 1d2 charges daily at dawn. If you expend the last charge, roll a d20. On a 1, the shield turns to dust and is destroyed. Um, so, pretty typical magic item shenanigans. Um, is it, hmm. like, clearly associated with this group? Uh, so, in... This is a Brandon flavor thing. Uh, the shield will... And a lot of magic items have this effect. Um, will fit your aesthetic. Okay. So it has a general design that it keeps in order to show that it is an Aegis of the Watcher. But for instance, it in the art has the Spirian symbol on it that will disappear once someone attunes to it. Okay. Um, Am I? I'm sorry. Did I return by this point? Uh, yes. So uh, the shield's been identified, and then you come back. And... Oh, absolutely. As soon as Mordecai, like, walks through the door, I'll just hold up the shield and say, I got you something! Oh. Um. Thank you. Alright. Well, uh, is everything, everyone alright? Um, I mean, I think we're, everyone. I think we're all fine. Good. Okay. Did have to dispose of someone. <laughs> I see. He's our friend. He has he, a right to know. Uh, Fawn will actually speak up and say he would have honestly chased you down once he woke up. And it wouldn't have be great. Have you had previous... Have you had uh, trouble with them before? What's so important about this book? So, uh, the book that... Um, that Templar was speaking of is the Bells of Lament, um, which I do actually own a copy of. Um, and it talks a lot about the, um, the prince and the monarchy in general. Um, let's see. Uh, and I have it here. I will... Uh, it, it it basically just goes through how the uh, monarchy isn't all it's cracked up to be. Um, and is considered blasphemous by the Spirian. You know, what do you expect? The people who want to stay in charge think it's blasphemous. It's how it goes. So I've dealt with the Spirians in general just due to the fact that they like to push around everyone. And as you can tell by some of my previous... Acknowledgements, I'm not that kind of person. Um, 
I don't bow down so easily. Now, um, there is something I wanted to talk to you about before we were so rudely interrupted. And so Fawn pushes aside a few crates filled with dusty books and rolled, rolls up a ratty old rug, uncovering an iron latch on the floor. She pulls on the latch and a trap door opens, revealing a flight of stairs that descend into darkness. Fawn lights a nearby lantern and clutches it tightly as she heads downstairs, motioning you to follow. Um, it comes to a small hallway with two doors, one on each side. Fawn opens a, the door on the left side and asks, um, and so sorry, you would have been brought down here already. The left door is where we throw the Templar. Um, and then we go to the right side where there is a small storeroom and Mayfire would have stayed upstairs and helped Mordecai come down to know where people were. Um, so Fawn's lantern illuminates the cozy chamber. There's a sturdy desk and um, some cots set up um, along with bookcases stuffed with hefty leather-bound tomes. Um, she talks about how there's a copy of Bell's Illumint and that... Um, that is what the Spirians were after when they thrashed the shop and tried to assault all of us. Um, it is a memoir revealing the well-hidden truth that Prince uh, Arian is lost to uh, a, a mental frenzy, as it were. Um, mere possession of the book is an automatic death sentence. No judge, no trial. Um, she will gladly let you peruse the book if you so wish, and I can share that entry uh, with you at another time. Um, and she is then clutching her diary, and tears begin to swell as, um, and says, this is another book I should not have in my possession. Um, this diary belonged to my father, Irene Lee. Its pages contain his personal research into the upper echelons of the Order of Endos and their relationship with a mythical people, the Chryselians, inhabitants of a lost city below the lake. Um, the way there has been sealed for over a millennium. Um, and she talks about how this Fano used to be grand until about a thousand years ago when it began to fall into disarray and that cannot be a coincidence and you can tell she starts getting this like you know when someone talks about something they've been obsessed with they begin to like pace around the room and try to like talk a lot with their hands she's doing a lot of that while also trying to hold back the emotion of like this is her dead dad's journal and the only connection she has left um my father had been searching for this mythical and ancient druid named uh, Gilgazo, who had a strong bond with one of the Chryselian patriarchs. According to his writings, my father believed that uh, Gilgazo held all the answers to how to return Fano to its glory. Um, and it might look like foolish scribblings of an old man, but I assure you, my father was terribly wise, a grounded man, and at his core, a seeker of knowledge. I have two reasons I know he didn't base his query on some wild abstraction. First, this book is inked in riddles, written in languages and metaphors well beyond my learning. It contains sensitive information about powerful people and profound revelations concerning long-forgotten mysteries. 
My father had to shroud every word he penned. The second reason has, well, it has broken me. Tears now streak down her freckled cheeks as she continues. I suspect my father dug too deep. In his relentless quest, I believe he uncovered too many dangerous truths and drawn the ire of those sitting atop the Indogian Order. I curse myself for uttering these words, but I can no longer bear to hold this vile truth in the pit of my stomach. They murdered him. And that's why I'm in possession of his book. She, she bows her head to look at the book cradled in her hands, and for a moment she's as still as the grave. Fawn then lifts her head, this time with a fire in her eyes. I exhausted myself, nearly to the point of death, trying to decipher his mysteries. In fact, I must be on my way soon. I have a heavy price to pay for the help I received. So much knowledge came from a mere three pages, and within those pages held the most crucial detail of all, the location of Gilgazo. The druid can be found deep in the dreadful grotto across the treacherous broken top bay, places few brave souls would dare endure. Will you help me? It is with him, I believe, just as my father did, that the hope of Fano arises. And if anyone knows the truth about my father's fate, it is Gilgazo. Talking a little um, more abstract. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, um, Barrett Lana would take a step forward as she sees like how uh, emotional she is and says that um, she understands you know, why she didn't want that to fall into the wrong hands and um, you know, she's sorry to hear of what happened to her, her father, and she would, she would gladly help. And Fawn also, um, knowing what you're about to endure will offer, um, 500 gold to offer to a captain to help get you across the bay, because that is going to be... A treacherous trip for any ship. That's very kind. Um, Would you give us a moment to discuss? Yes. Uh, Mayfire. I have a question before we do that. Yes, Bip? Why are you still part of the Order if they killed your father? I was hoping to make change from the inside. As all good people attempt to. What better, what better place to enact change than from within? Rather than constantly just fighting the order and ending up in the same position my father did. Just be careful. I wouldn't think otherwise. But I am no brave hero with resourcefulness such as yourselves, and um, I promise to try to find more ways to repay you than just what I can offer now. Perhaps you could give us just a, a quick overview of the different factions in play. I'm afraid it's all a bit much to take in on our... Bran Brandon our will offer that before next session. All right. Because <laughs> I don't have that information handy. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, yeah. Uh, turning to our party. Well, we came here with a purpose. 
right, to assist the merchant's order? Is that right? I believe so. Let me double check. Guild something. Let me double check that is the correct faction, but I believe so. Um, I mean, also, I, 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 I feel myself drawn to a, what feels like a worthier cause than helping some sort of mm -hmm. bunch of Yes, it was the Merchant's people. Guild. Just a bunch of bunch of guild people with potentially their I don't know ins and outs or whatever. This I mean, this seems like something that could be bigger than it is. Can I do a general insight check on her? Absolutely. All right, I can do this. An she eight. she is adamantly. Mm -hmm. She is adamantly telling you the truth. She okay. fully believes this druid is the answer. Well, the campaign is called The Lost Druid, so I'm inclined to... They were talking about <laughs> Bip. <clears throat> That's what it is. Yeah, Bip just got lost in the way down here. It was the yeah. fog cloud the whole time. Yep. Ah, uh, dang. Bip, Bip yep. wanted to be lost. Yep. Um, were we like paid at all by this merchant's guild, or were we on our way to? You were on. Here? You were on your way to get work. Okay, so it's not like we had any. Kind you have. Of, you uh, have no current oblig. Yeah, you have no current obligation. Well, presuming that everything she tells us is true, and I'm inclined to believe it is, um, there's no indication that what her father says in the journal has as much value as she suspects but if we're okay with that if we're not doing this to save the city if we're doing it to help her i think i think that's a safe move she certainly not has some resources and we've already made several enemies in our very brief stay with only one ally well we've we've made a few allies Name three. I, I mean, we had four children following us for a while that I think I made good friends. I mean, just thinking about it right here, if we're really going to get into it, um, you know, we, we did run into um, India. She, she's definitely someone I'd like to call an, uh, an ally. And then look, we have two more right here. We have Mayfire. It's it's all gonna it's all gonna work out. I don't know if I would consider a shopkeeper who sold us some stuff an ally, but all right. Well, we and offered we... her our discretion and in exchange for something, but all right. If uh, we do something good for the city, then I mean, it would naturally be more allies. If it is good for the city, uh, all we know is she has a journal that she believes is very important. Well, at this point, I risked my life over it almost twice, so I'd say it's pretty important to me, too. Almost? <laughs> I am not opposed. I just want to make sure that we're all taking in the options, which I suppose the only other option is continue on and do work for the Merchants Guild at this point to do this i have more allegiance to to a person than to an entire organization so i'd rather do this 
I have no qualms with throwing my lot in with someone who's already proven uh, at least somewhat trustworthy. So if we're all agreed, then then let's do this. Um, I'll turn around and say, we'll do it. All right. Um, Fawn begins thanking you profusely and actually takes off a uh, bracelet and offers it to the party, saying it has always brought good luck to her family and that it actually seems to glow uh, whenever it's around Onyx. Um, and it is called the Nocturne Bracelet. Um, it is a, uh, a simple string with, uh, four large beads on it that when the beads are squeezed, they play particular notes and you have, uh, advantage on any ability checks relating to music. <gasps> I would, I would like, I would like that, please. It does. Do you have an instrument? Uh, believe I do, but I do not remember if I do. I think I can play. I have a viol. I think I can play some, but I don't remember if I, I don't, I think I can, but I don't remember if I can play an instrument, but I'm yep. pretty sure I can. We can trade it. We can do both. If you pat your belly, is it like playing a drum? No. Um. <laughs> uh, never mind. I don't have an, never mind. I don't have an instrument. I have other things. Uh, it does require attunement, just as a heads up. You, Bip, you said you have a an instrument, right? Yeah. Sounds like this is made for you. She'll take it and she'll put it on. All right. Die instantly. Um, <laughs> Fawn plays a death dirge. <laughs> um, Fawn does have one request that kind of goes back to uh, Mordecai's question about the different factions. Um, and it is that uh, her apprentice, Mayfire, who you've met, um, is to accompany the party because everything I know, she knows. So if you have any questions along the way, her knowledge will come in handy. Um, oh, and then Mayfire actually will also add, might be good to have me around too because, uh, be honest, probably need to get out of town for a bit given we just uh, tossed a Spirian Templar into the river. And the other two, yeah. the other two will be looking for you. Yeah, might not be the worst idea. Now, all that being said, uh, and this is still Mayfire talking, best place to find a captain would be at the Bluefin Inn, which is think where I think we should head next. Also, get you some food and rest, of course. I I am in in fact starving. Um, I I haven't uh. Had I don't eat well on ships, um, and so I didn't eat much while we were on our way. I'm very, I'm very hungry now that you mention it. All right. Um, with that, the bookshelf, the bookshop's bell clamors above the door as it's opened for your departure. Torrential rain has soaked the streets, leaving smooth black puddles that reflect the moonlight. The water leaf's windows glow orange in the fog, and behind the glass, silhouettes of Fawn, Lee, and Mayfire say their goodbyes. Mayfire takes Fawn by the shoulders and gives her a firm but loving shake. 
Fawn nods her head and wipes a tear off her cheek. Grasping the sides of Fawn's curly hair and running her fingers through, Mayfire gives her a nod, turns away, and exits the shop. She winces at the rainfall and quickly pulls her hood over her head. The walk leads back in the direction where the curve of the street descends towards the water. The subtle smell of fish and wood oil carries along with the draft. The distant flap of a sail and a belly laugh reverberates in the stillness. The sounds of a place beginning to grow familiar. The Lakeport Docks. And that is where we're going to end our session. Woo. Um, so. We didn't die. You didn't die. And you're level two. Woo. Hey. <sighs> we survived. You're twice as powerful as oh, you were before. We have, I think twice as much health too, right? Mm, kind uh, of. Kind of. More than uh, zero. So y'all can level up before our next session. Um, but just so we go ahead and wrap up, um, thank you all to everyone who watched this episode of The Lost Druid. We will be back in two weeks for episode three. But in the meantime, let's uh, do our outros, starting with James. Uh, my name's James. I forget how to do an outro. Uh, I played Mordecai, as you just saw. Um, my favorite moment... <laughs> all kind of blurs together to be honest uh not dying not dying was great yeah that's a good moment um i do like uh ozek trying to uh do the the batman bane spine breaker over <gasps> the counter yeah <laughs> i tried so hard um and then uh who who are you where, where we can find you? you yeah yeah, yeah. uh Bad. if you can find me please don't but you can find my work on GoblinSocietyGames.com or at Society Goblin, where you can find Brandon doing stuff that I don't want to do, like being on Twitter. <laughs> That's so valid. Um, <laughs> the honesty is so good. V-Day, take we it away. <laughs> a lot of D&D supplements, and we're working on a board game. Okay, there it is. V-Day, <laughs> take it away, please. Hey there, V-Day. Um, I've been Barat Lanadista. Uh, my lovely tiefling warlock um, had a great time today. Really enjoyed getting to um, kind of break the encounter a little bit, even if it was to the detriment of um, our future power and pocket. Um, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, etc. at Vibing with V Day. And uh, again, I usually hear pronouns. Maria. Hello, it's me again. Um, I, as it, uh, to touch on a, a, a favorite moment, um, I, I love how we very much tried to not murder anyone and did successfully kill at least one person in each <laughs> encounter. So I'm really excited to talk about that <laughs> later. Um, but, uh, you can find me everywhere on the internet at Happy Capster, um, such as on Twitter and on Twitch and on Instagram. But TikTok is Hapster Capster, so find me there doing other things. Um, you can also find me on a handful of other channels doing some more TTRPG content uh, every Wednesday and every other Thursday on various channels. Check my socials there. Everything is posted there. Mm -hmm. um, you can come hang out with me on Twitch. That's where I mostly do stuff and hang out and chill and 
spread good vibes. Yes. Yes. Mariah. Hi, I'm Mischievous Red, and I played Piddly Bip Dazzle Clover Bip. Um, my favorite moment was probably when Mordecai, like, tried to, like, like, grab, like, look like he's grabbing a book, ring the bell, and ditched. Um, I thought that was really clever. Um, and I, I think it's just interesting how people try and resolve conflicts without conflict. Um, you can find me on Twitch or here on Hunts with Hydra. I'm one of the co-founders. Alright. And I have been your dungeon master, Brandon, a.k.a. Ashenworks. You can find me everywhere on the internet at Ashenworks, except on Twitter, Ashen underscore works. But all the links are in chat, so, you know, easy peasy. Uh, my favorite moment was y'all dealing with the door. Um, it was, like, I'm used to y'all breaking encounters. It's always funny to have, just put something in front of you where no character has thieves tools and just see what happens. Um, and fully knowing that that lightning trap was there was the piece of resistance. Um, but, uh, all that being said, thank you all again so much for watching. Like I said, we'll be back in two weeks for episode three. In the meantime, be sure to check out Denari's Half Dozen, uh, on most Tuesdays, it's three weeks on, one week off. And on alternating Sundays, uh, we have Fire in the Dark, uh, where uh, by the time this airs, the next episode has a special guest joining. So be sure to check that out. Um, and you can find us here almost every Wednesday for some Magic the Gathering, though this week uh, we are doing a Soul Link uh, Nuzlocke between myself and Jamie Wolf. So, uh, all that being said, Thank you, everybody. Have a good rest of your Sunday, and we will see you all next time. Bye-bye. Yes.